I'm Yasi Salik, and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends, and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. The NBA playoffs are here. And we all know playoff mode is a thing. Listen to the evidence. Playoff crowds are going wild. Playoff players are lighting up the court. Even your speakers are in playoff mode. Okay, we'll take it down a notch, but just a notch. Because this is the Turn It Up to 11 NBA Playoffs. Playoff mode is clearly a thing. The NBA Playoffs presented by Google Pixel continue on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Where would we be without these two? And then Rusha replied saying, straight. Welcome to Writer's House. Hope you are all safe and well. Today, we're going to talk about England's draw with Germany and their form heading into the World Cup and a record-breaking weekend in the Barclays WSL. And my guests are Ryan Hun, Flo Lloyd Hughes, and very special guests. I'm really, really pleased um, to welcome to the to the house, Remy Allen, Aston Villa. How are you doing, Rems? I'm good. I'm Honestly, really good. Can we just say, because when we when we met, because we, we, me and Rems was doing an advert and we were kind of doing stuff. You know how it is. Hollywood. We're just me and doing it. We're just in And like, when we were talking about stuff and we were talking about stuff and Rem was like, boom, looking you in the eye, telling you what you think. I said, got to get her on. I so like that. Really like pleased that. to have you on. No, thanks for having me. It's great. It's great. How are you? How's everything going? How are you feeling? Yeah, good. What's happening? I'm shattered. Yeah. Honest to God, this rehab block is hard work. The mental, mental, is it mental or just the, the monotony of the little things you have to do to get fit? Because this is one of the things what people don't realise with, with the rehab is the little things you have to do, something that goes like that for like yeah. an hour. Go mm. like that with your toe. <laughs> for those who don't know, who, what have you done? Mm. Um, I have ruptured my ACL. So it's quite a bad one. It's quite a long process. Um, four months, just over four months post-op now. Um, the work is ramping up. Mm. But it is, it's like you said, it's, a, it's mental and it's physical. Like we've got a new S&C guy at Villa and he is just like a beast. Right. So he is loading me like I've never been loaded before, which is great. I can't walk wow. these days. I'm just so sore. Oh, no. You look in great um, shape, Rems. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Have you got your little rehab crew? I have. So mm-hmm. I've got Simone McGill, because obviously she's going right. through the same thing. Yeah. She's probably about six, a bit further behind six seven yeah. weeks behind me. So she's got it the worst, in my opinion, because mm. she's watching me. Wow. And then she knows what's coming mm. and it's not nice. So mm. it's tough for her. 
At the minute, I've got Rusha Little John, who, by the way, I really recommend you get on. Because I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been talking about her. Yeah. Oh, I've been talking yeah. about her for a while because My she, and also God. she is a loose cannon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> She is someone that wherever I go in my career, I would love to have her there because right. she's she unbelievable. just unbelievable for a group. Unbelievable. Is that kind of Jill no, Scott I, vibes? I think, I think I shared you. Jill yeah. Scott vibes. I think I shared you that tweet that they posted after the, the after Ireland got through to the World Cup playoffs. Oh mm. yeah, and someone was like. Where would we be without these two? And then Rusha replied saying, straight. <laughs> Honestly, she's just like permanently trolling everyone, including yeah. her own girlfriend and family. She's Constant. just a permanent troll. Yeah, well, we'll look out for that. But it's good It's good that you're in that place where, because I, I'm very fortunate. I was one of them players. I didn't get that kind of injury where you're out for a lot. And I've seen people and it's demoralizing watching people going out to training and then you're having to do this stuff. And it's just like, it's, it's not stuff that you feel like... It's, I can't feel anything happening. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the problem. That's what it is. And this is why one of the things I hated more than anything, and players like, you see, players getting the sick note kind of like, and pe- fit like a Darren Anton, like a Jamie Redknapp, like people teasing them about being injured. That's the worst. Oh. It's honestly, I'm, I'm not joking. It's yeah. so hard because like mentally, you're coming back and you're thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm ready, ready. And then bam, something else happens. Did then- you see Nadia Nadim? She's done her ACL again. Oh, no. mm. Just yeah. after coming back. There were a lot and this then, weekend, right? Yeah, and then Aoife Mannion, yeah. I know she's oh, going no. through a similar... She, oh, no. She's in the rehab after, like, similar to you. I think yeah, she's, she's maybe, like, mm. five, six months or something. She's uh, close yeah. to maybe getting back on the pitch, but she came back, played really well for mm. nearly a year yeah. at United, and then did Well, I did, I did my other ACL 10 years ago. Wow. So I have actually done it before. Yeah. Um, and... Say, so different leg. Different leg right. this time, yeah. yeah. But I swear this time is like 10 times harder. Really? Whether or not, we obviously wasn't professional back then. Mm. So there's parts of it that's great because now you've got access 24-7. I was going to say, when you first did it, did you have to be on like a really long NHS waiting mm. list for your operation? Do you know what? I was fortunate. I did it for England. I did it playing right. for the 19s or 23s, one of the two. Right. So I got rehabbed through them, which I was really fortunate. But it was like, say, three times a week. Whereas now you're in six, seven. So would that be a bad thing, Rems? If you didn't, if it, if they didn't do it, where would you get the proper rehab from? What, what would happen? Would I be in trouble? Oh yeah. Well, if you were in the championship, right? Most people would be like scary. Yeah. Really, really scary. Like I've had players in the past like contact me, like, "Can you help? Do you know anyone? You've gone through it yourself. Like, what what do I do here and there?" So like the gap is bloody huge. So I'm really fortunate. The club have been brilliant as well. So I got like really good. So yeah, it's good. Long way to go. Mm. Long, long back. How long are they saying? How long, like so? How long you got left? Would you say? Physio won't give me a time. They don't because I was talking to Eva Mannion <sighs> about this. She was like, I, she's back on the grass now, yeah. and she's now she's she's done what she's done, which I really like. And I know a lot of people don't do this. She's really like catalogued and and like blogged the whole right. thing on her Instagram. Yeah. It's quite cool. And actually. she's now at the stage where she's back on the grass. And she's tr- she's just doing really really big passing moves yeah. to try and get the power back through her leg because that's the hardest bit. Yeah. So I she but she said that when she talks to the physios about it, they won't give her a time. I wouldn't yeah. be able to deal with not having a time. Yeah. Same. I've got my I own in my head. head yeah. Whether or not that adds up to the physios is right. another story. But at the same time, I have had the conversation. I'm nearly 32. Mm. I'm out of contract at the end of the season, mm. so I can't necessarily afford to go. Like, oh, maybe let's just hold off and right. hold off. If I'm if I'm fit and ready to go, I need to be going because yeah, yeah, ultimately, yeah. you know, I'm I'm getting older. So that's something that I've had the conversation with. But trying to get an answer out of a physio is just like it's not happening. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. While you're here mm. and while we're talking about villa, how's it been watching mm. your villa 
so far this season. Two great and two. Start. Great, great start. start. First time they've ever had consecutive wins in WSL. Do you know what? Rachel so Daly, goal machine. Goal yeah. machine. I didn't know that stat. And when I heard that stat, I thought, oh, God, we've been shit. We? <laughs> 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 two in a row. But, but, but I think that sums up Villa for me, yeah. even ever since they came out from WSL, is so well, it's like they can't build any form. Mm. It's yeah. one win and then it's a, a losing run of six games and then it's yeah. a draw and then mm. a losing run of three yeah. games. It's They haven't built any momentum. So to start the season like this, to have someone from like Rachel Daly, who I like from the outside looking in and from what I've heard, basically just will not accept, but like the 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 lowest standard is mm. driving yeah. everyone up with her. You need people like that. How's right? Daly? How's Daly doing? Because I watched her at Everton. I remember watching her play against Arsenal, and she I thought she was unbelievable in uh, her ability. How's she doing? How, how's she settling in? Do you know what I think? She's a character mm. and she demands the highest of standards. Really? So we have a bit of a running joke. Feeling. Ken's is never happy because, you know, <laughs> even if everyone else is buzzing, she's like, yeah, but I didn't touch the ball or whatever <laughs> it is. So you're like, all right, Ken's. But she does drive stuff. And I think, like you say, her ability on mm. the ball. The one thing I was intrigued to see about would be her off the ball stuff. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes we ain't going to dominate possession. Yeah. And the, pre- the press is big this season because you've got Daly. It's yeah. like everyone has to press from the yeah. front. I d- I've never seen Alicia Lehman press like she's pressing this yes. season. Yeah. Never she, seen yeah. it. Wow. One of them, you've got no choice. If yeah. you ain't doing it now, you're not going to yeah. play. Um, but yeah, Ken's is really took to that. And what she's done on the ball for us, I think she's got a few assists, yes. a goal already. I think she's going to be think so, so good for us. I so think good. so. It's but so yeah, ex- you never keep her happy. It's so exciting. <laughs> it's so exciting. And I think it's important as well to just be on the on the heels of that mm. top four. Yeah. Even if Villa were probably quite likely going to drop out of the top six, you know, come the end of the season, you've got to keep driving up because Leicester look like they're in real trouble this yes. season. Reading look like they're going to yeah. be in trouble. You don't want to get dragged down. But if you keep looking up... And you get yourself out of danger, and you also just get a good, nice season. I think seeing um, seeing Liverpool beat Chelsea on the first the first week is something that I, I'm really happy to see because I want it to be like we were saying outside. If they don't turn up, the top teams, then you're gonna, they're going to get beat. That's what's got to happen. So, as much as obviously Liverpool losing to Everton, it wasn't great for them. You want to try and consolidate on that result, but for them to beat Chelsea will really liven Chelsea up. And it, re- and it should make Liverpool, although I thought they played really poorly. Yeah, they mm. did. Against Everton. I thought they were really caught in the lights. I, I just think that they, it was... The occasion. I think it was, I to be agree. honest, Rem. I think it yeah. really got to them. Well, we're going to get stuck into should, WSL later. Later on. We yeah, should we do it a little bit later? Chat? We should do. Let's do it later. We've got a lot to I say. I just started to run away with myself there. <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> The NBA playoffs are here, and we all know playoff mode is a thing. Listen to the evidence. Playoff crowds are going wild. Playoff players are lighting up the court. Even your speakers are in playoff mode. Okay, we'll take it down a notch, but just a notch, because this is the Turn It Up to 11 NBA Playoffs. Playoff mode is clearly a thing. The NBA Playoffs presented by Google Pixel continue on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Let's do, let's do England. I think this is a little bit of genius from Gareth Southgate. Do you? Yeah. 
I think the boys needed a relegation to re-energize, <laughs> re-energize before the World Cup. I saw it in the group. But what like, did you say? You said set this team free, set them and free. I was just like, only relegation can set you free. Do you think they know? But do you think? Do you think they even know what relegation? Do you think they even think about that? Because obviously, no. like the Nations League is such no. a made-up bit of silliness. Do you think in the Nations League you actually worry? You think about relegation? No. Like, oh no, guys, no, what we're doing? We got relegated. I wouldn't. I don't, I don't. I'm not even thinking. I'm not even. Can I, I'm not, I don't care about the Nations I League. No, I'm going to totally no it's the a made-up thing. Is, up thing. is that what's happening with our team and, and, and the, the vociferous nature in which people are coming for my manager at the moment and the players. You know, I, I do believe that he's, um, he's, he's, he's not helping Harry Maguire now. I don't believe he's helping him. I feel for him. I do feel for him. Nothing wrong with him coming out, getting himself going, and then, you know, for the World Cup, if he's doing what, bring him back in. But for him to try and play through this, I was watching him last night, like I said last night. Said, said earlier on, I was watching him like I was watching one of my own kids, just petrified of him making a mistake, just petrified of him doing something wrong. And it happened. And I think that as much as he's sticking with him, he needs to help him as well. He needs to be out of it so as he can be out of the fucking shit, out of the yeah. fact that people are just like that on him, lasered into how he's, pl- how, he's, how he's doing and how badly he's playing. I think there's an op- the, the thing I think that's been frustrating, Moose and I talked about this on Stadio, about how like, Everything that we say in terms of criticism, we, we were like dipping our toe in a bit, being like, mm. I feel really bad, even kind of like we love Gareth Southgate and this is why we love him. However, you know, this is what we think is, is a bit, mm, mm. A bit and I think yeah. with the Maguire thing, you've got a perfect opportunity there to move a load of regular players out of the squad, mm-hmm. not the yeah. squad, but the starting 11 because you're already down. Yeah. It's the last day of the season vibes. Yeah. And it, to be honest, some You're of this already down. We were, like, we were. But like, I think a bit. But I think Carl's been um, shout out Carl Anker. Um, we miss you. We, we really love miss you. the great Carl. Um, he's been very clear from from like basically the first day Southgate came in the job, where you know he he is so pragmatic and so yep. um, you know so adverse to to taking any risks mm-hmm. that he 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 shoots himself in the foot like that because he holds on to. He holds on to what he thinks is the safe approach, whether that's team selection or formation, but it holds back the team in terms of their best talents aren't unlocked because of that. Mm. But, but if that's your personality and that's your coaching style and that's your managerial style, what do England do? Because only when, like you said, their backs are against the wall and they're relegated and they're 2-0 down, suddenly does the real, the real thing get unleashed. So how... Like, I don't know how they work with that going forward. Is that not what the FA want, though? I feel like they always want the safe... The safe pair of hands. Safe, mm. boring option, in a way. Yeah. Like, and, you know, we have... To be fair, like, he hasn't... He has improved us. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You can't yeah. knock yeah. what he's done. Like, I was listening to Gary Neville this morning. The fact he's got us to uh, two finals or a semi-final yeah. and a final. You mm. know, we were so close to winning the uh, the Euros. Um, So he has really, really improved us, but... For me, if he's playing Maguire, it shows to me that he wants to play him in the World mm-hmm. Cup. Mm-hmm. But you, this close, yeah. you, you do get to that point where you're thinking, come on, help the guy out. Like yeah. mm-hmm. the fans are booing him. He's got bloody, you know, he's been threatened, mm-hmm. like all yeah. sorts. Like, how and I don't know how the guy's playing. Just take yeah. him out of the fire, yeah. man. I, I, like, well, I, I, sent, I sent a tweet out, just said, just when we came back, it was 2 0. We are playing, we were saying, like you mentioned, so pragmatically, so <laughs> backwards getting to a certain place and laying it backwards, listening to Joel Cole and Jermaine and that. I, I, I was like, say something, man, about us going forward, progressive. Well, this is the thing. So the thing that I said on Stadio this week to Musa is that I can't remember an era or a generation of England players that are so vibey 
like in a, in like a creativity attacking yeah. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. There has been few generations that have had a Jude Bellingham in midfield and a, and the ability to put Mason Mount, Raheem Sterling, mm. Phil Foden, mm. Bakayo Saka yeah. on the pitch at the same time. Like, and Jesus then still Christ. have like people in reserve who can't get into the squad who probably should be in the squad. Yeah. And I think for me, watching it's so hard at international level to well, <laughs> says like the guy who's probably the least qualified in a football sense to say I this mean, in the yeah, room. This half but, you know, of the table is really you're all, like, you're all fight for actual our lives footballers and like I'm We're the, all entitled you know, to our opinions. Straight white guy energy. I'm going to tell you about professional <laughs> football guys. Uh, but just by the basic of having less time with the players you mm. can't you can't build like a, this unbelievably automatic like the automatisms thing mm. in, at international level like you can at yeah. club level. Club level. But you've got the players there who have played under so many amazing managers who have done that. They're kind of in, it's inbuilt yeah, and they yeah. can all play they're together. Ready to go. yeah, they're, they're ready, are ready to go. This is what they're I said. Ready. This is what I said. Set them free. Let them cook, man. You just saw, right? You just saw how. You just saw how everything changed in in the matter of seconds. Bukayo Saka, Mason Mount, the way that the energy and flipped. the Jude Bellingham all the way through that yeah. game. Yeah, Raheem Sterling played really well as well. Mm. His finish was off. His his touch was a little bit off in those moments where See, they needed Harry to Kane be there. Showing pace but as his, well. exactly like it was just something lifted. A, a switch literally flicked mm. inside of them. But you need to be you need to be unleashing that from the off every game. That's what I'm thinking. And and when be when positive, I was watching, yeah, be positive. Just un- because Gareth's Gareth's getting stick. And like you rightly said, Rem, he's, he's got us to a semi-final of the World Cup. We've got to the finals of the Euros and we've got there and he's still getting shit. He's still getting hammered. So you think to yourself, why don't you just let the shackles off? We, yes, when we're defending, I thought, again, Deccan Rice again, breaking things up. You've got Jude Bellingham who could do that eight. You know, Mason Mountain could come on. We've got Saka. Let them fucking play because like, why do we continually, why are we passing fucking back and sideways <laughs> When you can pass it into them. If you lose it, we'll try and win it back and yeah. go again. Because when we were 2-0 down, everyone, oh, for fuck's sake. Then we went because, like, we went at them because well, we got nothing to lose. Because yeah, the fans exactly, started being disrupted. Exactly. And then we, we, the energy in the stadium. Like, yeah, and, 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 to, and, to, and to Ryan's point as well, all these players play progressive football at their club. Yes. Rhys James wants an overlap. He wants to be able to get to the, into the box, put a ball in. Yeah, Harry no Kane just him. forward runs. Yeah. He wants to play other people in who are running ahead of him. But if you don't play that way... For England, it's hard to have the same success with those very talented players. I think as a fan, like you, you'd much rather them have a go mm. and get exactly. and get the ball taken off them by trying to play forward yeah. or trying to dribble in the right areas than you would watching them play backwards and sideways and give the ball mm-hmm. away anyway. You'd rather be entertained. Yeah, exactly it was it so boring. But that's I was why so bored. It was boring. It was that's so why boring. it's always, I always like when they bring Grealish on, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go then. Because he actually Some might chaos. run at, yeah, he yeah. might run at someone. He might do something But that's what exciting. Saka brought yeah, the chaos last that, night. Like, so we've got it. I love like, the Vex Mason Mount as well. I'm, okay. I like the Mason Mount who came. The Vex Mason Mount. I like the fact that we're going into um, a tournament now with this kind of chaotic, our manager's not good enough. This one's not happening. Harry Maguire shouldn't be playing. He should be. Why didn't they pick Tamori? Why isn't he? I don't mind going in like this because you need something. I think this group can be brought together. One thing that we know with this manager and this group is that they are very much together. And that's what you need going into a tournament for me. You need some togetherness. You go in with 96. You know what I mean? The same, same thing with 90 when they were going in with Platy and, and Gaza right at the last minute. Oh, we got in with youngsters. 96. Oh, fucking. The, uh, the dentist chair, you know, all the all the shit that happens. You go in, you, you kind of like, you, 
kind of galvanise yourselves and then bam. So we win the first game. All this noise goes. I mean, you've both played on good teams, mm. but also teams who have had to face adversity. Do you feel a little bit more engaged as a, as a squad when you're like, everyone thinks that we're just going to get done here? I think, I, do you know what? I could use Villa's pre-season as an example. I know I'm not playing in it, but we had a shit pre-season. <laughs> we were shocking. And I was thinking, what on earth is going on here? Like, we are going to get hammered this season. And the week before the City what, game... What was happening, Rem? What was it, what was it just... We like... were trying to... New players, trying to figure out how we're going to play, you know, different personalities. Mm. There, was a, there was a lot going on. New coaches. Right. So it was really trying to, like, bring it together a little bit. And obviously that causes... If things aren't black and white, sometimes mm. it can cause chaos and players have, you know, I'm not sure on this or I'm not doing that and blah, blah. So anyway, it was, it was madness. Mm. Going into the City game, I'm thinking, good it's time. It's a tough to, way to start the yeah, season as well I'm on thinking paper. everyone's, good time to play City, yeah, it yeah. is. But also when you're not particularly thinking that you've had a great you pre-season, you're like, shit, yeah. what's going to happen here? But I think the, the week before, like, it started to come together and the noise started to quiet right, right. and the lessons that we'd gone through in pre-season held us in good stead for the, the game going in. And, you know, I know it's only two games in, but we looked like a different team from mm. what we were in pre-season. So I think sometimes like, you know, losses and hammerings or things that happen, right. you learn far, yeah. far more from than you do just winning games. I think easy. also you need you need that personality that brings them together because when they're at their best is when they're playing with personality. And for large parts of the game yesterday until they, you know, the subs came on and in that Italy game, they just looked so yeah. robotic. Yeah, it did. Yeah. They looked like the, yeah. the, the, the soul and the game. life had yeah. just gone from their bodies. It was bodies. like 10 years ago again, yeah, weren't it? It's it like was we've gone weird. Back in time. Do, you think that, do you think that, I know there's a lot of talk about the the back three stuff with England, and I, but I think it's, a, it's less about the formation and more about the players that you put in certain roles. Mm. You put Carl Walker into a back four for England. He kind of does the things that... Of, like the job of three players that's why Pep loves him mm -hmm. I was just wondering whether actually switching to a back four for England and putting someone like Carl Walker in there Ben Shower left back gives England a little bit more room to put creative people on the pitch further up and like play a three in midfield you know what my, my team's like by the time I finished picking my team got 15 players <laughs> <laughs> useless but like I would like us to to play a back four yes yeah, and try that back four use the nation league for it you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not sure about Popey, to be honest. I felt for him. Yeah. Germany targeted him last night and we I, can't afford that. Nah. I knew when I saw the picture of him really, really smiley before kickoff that Two. it was going to end in tears. So I was like, that's wow, not Flo, a good that's moment. so horrible. You I don't know. want your goalkeeper. Like I remember seeing, um, I remember it was um, Joe Hart. Joe Hart, yeah. Remember in the yeah. Euros? The Wells game, the man, the man was just like, possessed. <laughs> the goalkeeper can't be like that. You yeah. want the goalie relaxed, but Watching, Nick, yeah, but, but, watching yeah, him but, last night. I'm sorry, you talk on. about people being relaxed. Have you ever watched Jordan Pickford play? That man is not relaxed. Yeah, but I feel oh, like he that's a, his a, He has a, mo like a monologue that he... He can deal with the I chaos of that. I think Pope's too relaxed. I think Pope's too, like, I'm just hanging out with my friends. I was nervous for him again. Again, he's, he's somebody that I know. The way he is, the ball going back to him, he's... He, there was a couple when, it, when, we, when, it, when they first knocked the ball back to him early doors, I'm thinking, he just looked very, very nervous. Yeah, but you would be. Yeah. No, 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 not like, if you're good on the floor. He's not good on the floor. But, I he's mean, never going to play now, is he? Let's be honest. He's, if, if he had any, only, if he had the, any hope, it's now yeah. gone. The thing is, Rems, not should only, be hopefully fit by then. And yeah. then not only did he, did he, you know, he looked so... He's, he's somebody that they would definitely target us if, if he was in goal. And his feet weren't great. And then he, he, that shot. I know oh, it's just landed in front of him. And it's, but like... Just push it around. You, you've got to push it around. 
You know, so it basically like bounced off his tummy. By the I was just, things. yeah. I mean, you know, Kai Harvest looks like he means business now with his goatee. So I think it's like <laughs> well, it's like a, what's going on with I him and know, Serge Gnabry? Like, They've kind of like, got this. Oh no, Serge Serge has been rocking a mustache for a while. I remember talking. Did Leroy we Sane to, have one as well? Style. It's the fashion. Gnabry and Sane were like uh, <laughs> they've been rocking that for a while. I'm in favor of any. Yeah, I like think any male footballer right. were having a mustache if they can. It's your show, that's the kind. That's energy in it. That's a yeah, proper man. kind of energy. William Carvalho vibes. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> the sheriffs in town. Yes, it's true. What were we talking about before? We're, we're finishing off England. Finishing on England. Okay, so are there? Okay, there's been a lot of negative talk. <laughs> I'm positive. No, Brian. no, no. I, I think I think the last half an hour of that game is lots of reasons to be positive. It was. If really that had ended one nil, yeah. I would have been like, oh my god, the World Cup two, is no, going to be painful. Yeah, it would have been hard because. To try and find the positives without the ending what we had yesterday would have been tough because there's players that are going to be going into it under even more pressure. You know, if, if that doesn't happen last night, we know that we're capable, like we see with the women's team. We've got players that come off the bench and they make a difference. We've seen like last night that we've got players that could come off the bench and make a difference. But I don't want us starting games like that. We have mm. to see teams off. We have to frighten them. We can't, we can't be like backing off, backing off and then you know, with lashing out, we got to go for teams. Also, lest we forget, right? Our our, our warm up games for both the World Cup and the Euros, I wasn't blown away. Our route to the final of the Euros, that we played some really bad football. Think about that game against Scotland. Mm. I yeah. didn't come away from that game thinking we're getting to the we're winning this tournament. We're getting to the yeah. final. So actually, we're going to win it. When That's it comes, when it comes, no, I'm not. I'm not you're saying right, that. But <laughs> tournament football. <laughs> Exactly Anything can happen. Yeah, yeah, and all you've got to do is muddle your way through the group. And we know, looking at that group, look mm. at England's group, that is a muddly your way through group stage. Group. Outside of our, you know, little country, mm. we're not massively popular, right? Mm, yeah. But can you remember us being in a group where everyone hates us quite this much? <laughs> <laughs> because I just, like, like, is, like the states are like, we're going to ham it. We've yeah, got to beat them. We have to beat them. them. Like, Iran are just like Wales you're, like we fucking hate you and <laughs> Wales is just like they got Michael Sheen on the go already man they fired Jeez. him up he's like it. yeah he was, was, his was yeah. that I was, was like, incredible I, I genuinely looked back through my ancestry to check if I was Welsh or not after that speech <laughs> well, did it make you want to be yeah have you, have you not yeah. seen it no I've not oh, seen it yet. oh my god I've not seen it yet but again what, what I'm saying is is that why do England fans and fans who are, are knocking England say yeah you had an easy group in the Euros you had an easy group in the in the World Cup that's what you want. No one plays great football from the start of a tournament exactly. all the way to the end. You get no. through Honestly, it. Honestly, every single manager will say it's just about getting through. And getting then, through. Like, that's it. And I think what, why it's different now is because previous England teams, you couldn't trust to get through. But you know this team, because of what they achieved, they will get through. They, they, and they, anything can fight. happen because they are, they are, you know, not literally winners now because they're yet to win a major tournament. But the individually and as a collective, they have proven themselves enough to have bought the trust of the fans. 100%. Gareth's in credit. Oh, of course he is. And I think this is the thing that like, you can still, you can criticise and still think he's the right man for the job. You just want a little bit of evolution. I just think we are English though, aren't we? English fans are never happy. Expectations are unrealistic. We could play brilliant and lose so we'd complain. You play shit and win and then we still complain. complain. Just one final thing on this game. I did find myself kind of chuckling to myself at one point during that m- m- like mayhem of that half an hour because I was like this is actually just fundamentally quite funny yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean like everything is we haven't scored a goal for forever for nine and hours all of a sudden it's just like open sea chaos it's just like this is really fun and I was thinking would I take 
three games that I knew, if I knew I didn't have to watch three England games just to get this half hour of absolute <laughs> like mayhem, would I take it? And I think I would. It was like a, a little mini game. It was great. It was a little mini clip. And then when Bakaya went through at the end, I was like, please score, please score. Oh. It was like was FIFA right Street. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like FIFA Street. It wasn't normal FIFA. It was like FIFA Street with Dizzy Rascal on the comms being like, <laughs> yeah, come on. Snoop, no, just you know, with Snoop, Snoop Dogg on the comms. <laughs> that would have been good if they were on comms, actually. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we talk about the record-breaking weekend at the Emirates Stadium? 53,000. I was there. It was wonderful. 53,000 tickets sold. 53,000 tickets sold. Um, it's quite fitting that it's Arsenal that um, have, have broken that record, if I'm going to be totally honest. I <laughs> really? well, hang on a minute. It sounds like you're about to... 47,000. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, and it was an amazing atmosphere to be in. Um, can I be go flick to when Beth Mead got taken off and the ovation? Yeah. Because she was going to go off that way. And then the, 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 um, the referee pushed her off that way. And she, the ovation she got made me feel like I was going to cry. It was like, the, it was an amazing Goosebumps. ovation. It's an amazing ovation what she got and she deserves that. But um, Did you see the, um, when she signed the girl's autograph? Mm-hmm. You've seen the, pic, the video. Oh. Yeah, she's, there's a really cute video. She's, she's, yeah. She must be a teenager. Like yeah. She's not young. And, and she asked, oh, she just cries. Yeah. It's wow. so cute. It's just, it's just, there's some really cute videos yeah. after that you game. Don't, you don't realise the impact yeah. sometimes until you see moments like that and you're yeah. like, wow. Yeah. I, I think to, um, to the game itself, um, I, I always felt like Arsenal were going to win it pretty comfortably. I thought Spurs... They just didn't have anything they just, offensive. They also they, just set up yeah. terribly. Yeah. They, I understand it's hard for them to play on a pitch at that size because they, they've played at, at Spurs Stadium a couple of times, but they're used to playing at the Hive. They're now playing at Brisbane Road. Small, tight pitch. They've got the best ro- results, really. They've frustrated mm. Arsenal at Spurs Stadium in the past, but they get the best results at the Hive where they pushed Arsenal to the limit last season. And they just didn't set up to play on that sort of pitch. So Can I just they were playing though, so narrow the hive, and the space is... Thank the Lord. Oh, that pitch is terrible. Is it? no it's wonder, a mud bath. No wonder like an Arsenal can't play well there. Because mm. Jesus Christ, it is like, it's either a mud bath mm. or it's so... I mean, we're, we're used in the women's game, you're used to having a bit of like, sometimes mm. the pitches ain't yeah. great. But that last season was by far the worst pitch I'd ever played yeah, on. And I was bad. like, wow. how, how are we at this level? And playing on grass like There were most games where it should have been called off, but they played on. But then you can also, I guess, play that to your advantage, but it's not good for the players. I mean, we actually won there, so I don't know why I'm complaining. (laughs) (laughs) That that pitch is shit. I loved it. They came came to the Emirates and set up like they were playing at, you know, the Brisbane Mm, Road. It was so narrow Mm. that the the fullbacks were nowhere to be seen. And then from the first minute, it was like, okay, well, you've got loads of space for Beth Mead, one of the best wingers in the world right now. Just to basically just to just stress run, you run out riot. all day and just run at mm-hmm. you. So I, from that moment on, and if you're a team like Spurs who defend well but don't do a lot going forward, you're 1-0 down within, what, five minutes? Mm. It's game over. It's game over. I, I, I'm thinking to myself, well, sh- surely you've got to do something to, to, to press higher up then. You know, because I, you know, with Zinsberg, as much as I, I like Zinsberg as a goalkeeper, but I think if you put her under the right kind of pressure when the ball's going back to her, she actually, I, I look at her, she looks like she's thinking 
about, right, this ball's coming here. Let me move it over here, then pass it over there. You can yeah. feel like... It's a bit can, slow. It's a bit slow. And it I was think the Euros, that, weren't it? Was yes. She, she yeah, she got exactly, done in that yeah. Germany, yeah. Uh, Germany quarterfinal, yeah. For me, I, I know Tottenham did, maybe didn't want to push everyone forward because I because they're afraid of what's going to go that way, you know, but it was, they were so poor and they had nothing on Leah Walty, nothing on the, no pressure on like Leah Williamson coming out with the ball. You know, it was just like, it was just like, for me, it was a matter of time, which yeah. was a shame, which was a real shame. It was strange as well, because under Rianne Skinner, usually they are quite organised mm. and disciplined and they lacked, they lacked that a lot. It, like I think we said before, it looks so easy for Arsenal. It looked like a training game, yeah. which is mm. a shame when you go into the Emirates, 53,000 tickets sold. You, you know, you, you ideally want it a bit more competitive than do, it yeah. was. But yeah, if I was Spurs, I'd be really disappointed with that. But it was a breeze for Arsenal, mm. weren't it? You've played was... Arsenal. Is it, easy, is it easy for us to say, like, oh, Spurs should do this and so-and-so should do that. But unless you're one of the top three, how, you could, but like, you can frustrate them. We've seen what yeah. Birmingham, Birmingham did to them last season. season. Yeah. Yeah. You just hit them with the low block and then try and hit them on the counter. But See, that was the issue, I think, that the setup from Spurs was all wrong. My best games against Arsenal were actually for Reading. And mm. to be fair, there's, there's, a, there's a toss-up because I've played against Arsenal for Reading and got absolutely hammered. Mm. And I mean, I think it was about 7-1 mm. where there's a vine that was made about me and Tash Harding. Called Vine, that's a throwback. Which I'll never ever forget because it comes up every time oh, Van der Donk no. breathes. <laughs> she basically nutmegs us both. Us on oh, his no. <laughs> oh, God. And it's that bad. It doesn't show you that we're 7-1 down at this mm. point. And I lunge that much. My knee hits the floor and she puts it through my leg. And then Tash comes running out. She puts it through her leg. So yeah, it's a Vine. You'll see, I actually fingered her WSL at one point and was like, are you getting paid to show it? <laughs> showing it. Stop trolling me. <laughs> I mean, actually, she doesn't even, even play in the league anymore. Yeah. It still comes out. DVD's a menace. Yeah, yeah, but, she's yeah. a menace. Yeah, on the flip side of that, I've played with Reading when we've high-pressed them. Mm. We were aggressive high-pressing side yeah. anyway, played in the diamond. And just trying and to nick the ball really, off them. Really, really, really frustrated them. Really frustrated them. But if we get it wrong, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's like one moment, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. and, and like, you know, at any level of football, you've played teams that are that are way better than you and it can be really exhausting not just yeah. physically but mentally is it like just as someone who's played in the league and against some of these teams who you know we kind of sit here and be like why didn't X team do X, Y, Z but like how hard is it to remain that focused against a team like that especially now when they when they mm. move to like the bigger pitches and, yeah. And, yeah. and like the occasions and stuff like that yeah it's hard you've got to have I think you've got to have the right set of plays to do it so last year at Villa we played them at Villa Park and we <laughs> We played that one, in, is that when Katie McCabe scored that ridiculous yeah, goal? Yeah, yeah. And we played possibly in the lowest block you're ever going to see in your entire life. I don't think we, I don't think we stepped out of our 18 yard box. In the whole end. Yeah, yeah in the goal. Just what the big fans wanted to see. Yeah. Um, but 60, 70 minutes, we mm. frustrated them. And yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. What, Manor was the difference. Manor come on. It was just bloody insane. I miss Manor, man. man. Me too. Flip of the switch, goal. Mm. Then another one comes in, then mm. another one. Before you know it, we've we lost the game 4 0. And mm. you're like, Where'd that we come defended from? for our lives mm. and we but, switched It's on, draining, happens, isn't it? Though. It's mentally draining because yeah. you have to, when you're also playing that way, everyone's individual role is so, so important. important. And if one person slips or loses yeah. their focus or yeah. steps but, out of place, but that's, the why holes it comes open down up. To, that's why it comes down to the, to the top team to continue to probe. Like mm. you look at Man City men. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just they just keep doing it, keep mm. doing it because they're saying at some stage someone's going to snap. And then all of a sudden, like you say, bam, 
It's that bam all of a sudden turns into 4-0 out of nowhere. The difference that day before Manor come on, mm. Arsenal were a little bit stiff. Yeah. Um I think it was Walty and I can't remember what, who Kim? Was. No, Kim was playing. Kim's not stiff, by the way. Mm-hmm. Kim was incredible. Um, I'm not saying that they're stiff, but mm-hmm. in that particular performance, mm-hmm. it was, uh, there was Walty and someone else playing. They took was one it Frieda? Of, might have been Frieda. Yeah, 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 yeah Frieda. They took one of them off and put mm-hmm. uh, Manor on. Honestly. And she's just so creative. Because she's, like, like, she's just so busy. She's just so good. She's just in and, yeah. and she constantly wants to pass forward. She's, she's so progressive. I, yeah. I'm so frustrated for her. Because I could see that if she, when she gets on it, she's trying to do something. Mm-hmm. I cannot understand how, especially when you look at Viv and how, of course, Viv against this Tottenham side, she's going to score a couple. You know what oh, I mean? th- Can I talk about her goal? Because Arsenal were really wasteful before that, I thought. Mm-hmm. And when Viv got, <laughs> it was amazing went from Caitlin Ford winning the ball back. Caitlin was unbelievable. She was she so good, good man. Game. Jesus yeah. Christ. And um, she's been good at first game of the season. She was, she's she was good against she looks Iron. Really on fire. She was good against Brighton. Like She just looks like she's going to have a what big What are you saying about season. Viv? Viv kind of looked a little bit like, I'm just going to have to do this. They were just a little bit casual. They need to be more ruthless this season yeah, they if do. they're going to win. Yeah, they do. They stuff. have to be. Yeah. So this season, even though it's four nil, there was a little bit of a touch. I thought when Miedemar scored, just kind of being a bit like, right, we need to put these away now. It's only two nil. We've been all over them. Um, mm. But after that, I thought they were brilliant. I thought there was just a little bit. I still think wasteful with the finishing. That, but that's the thing. That's she could do more. That's the thing that really? I think is yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I I don't think I still don't think her playing in the 10 that he's trying to force. I don't think it works. She was more, yes. she was more as like, how long going to stick with but it? She was more as a nine on the weekend, right? It was more kind of like her and Caitlin Ford were playing further up, right? Yeah, and but Caitlin was coming right. off the Caitlin, wings yeah, was coming a bit more. Off the wing. They've played more central, Ste- right? I, I, sorry, Steena plays in my team. Yeah, but Steena, yeah, that's I'll, what I'm saying. I'll start Steena. I can't understand that. Because well, I, I can actually because Steena's really good at running in behind, yes. right? And Spurs were not going to give them that space behind. It was everything was going to be in front of them. So I can kind of understand yeah. That yeah, but then if that's the case, then you need uh, you you need someone like Viv to drop into play and, and yeah. open teams up. She, I don't think she opens the team. I, I've watched her last season. I've watched her this season, and I still think she's on the edge of the game. You feel like that with Viv because you know how good she is. Yeah. She's unplayable when she wants to play. So it's like if she had a little bit like five percent more than what she gives at the minute, it would change games mm. at times. So she dip. I think you're right. I agree. She dips in and out of stuff mm. a lot. I think if you can get her consistently involved, then this Arsenal just side goes up another level because that's how good does. she is. Do you, absolutely do you, does. Do you know, as someone who's played against her, do you know, like, I mean, you've played with with players like that as well. They were almost like these kind of mercurial, just floating around on the edges. But when, like you say, when they want to hurt people, they can really, really hurt teams. How do you energize it? How do you get that extra five percent of someone? Because it's kind of like. Well, if it's you're almost talking like me, you want to get him like angry, right? Well, you're talking about Dennis. Dennis we, we must, we're talking Dennis from, from my point of view. And yeah. the way Dennis plays, is, it's very similar to where yeah. she is. He's just but off he was, the front. Off, what, why? But, but he why, was always involved. Why did my a, mind go, Irwin? <laughs> 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 then I was like, oh no, Burkham, what the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> you didn't think about Dennis Irwin, you just got to get him up to that you know level. Thing, you know? it's, it's like with, don't, with don't, Dennis. No Dennis Irwin slander. Dennis Irwin. Um, Underrated. I, I don't remember any games where he didn't get himself involved to a point where, you think, oh my God, he's causing so much problems. He, he wasn't out of games. No, but he, he had like that real physical bite to him that he yeah. would always be involved in a physical sense if he wasn't involved in a creative yeah. sense, mm. right? Well, I think she has that. Yeah, I, think I she do. She has the capabilities yeah. of doing that. I don't, she just seems like 
She's just on the periphery of the game, yeah, I feel. she's just, like, chill, didn't she? She's like, yeah. you don't see her get... Even when she scores, uh, Ram, really, she looks vexed. Yeah, you don't see her get emotional. You don't see her really, like, you know, mm, react yeah. to something. Which is not, a problem, which also, is not a problem. That's her personality. No, yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I just feel that in games, especially in that team and teams I've, I've seen her last season, she's got to... She should be... Like you're saying this, all of a sudden she went, right, I'm doing... She should be doing that from the start of these yeah. games. Because oh. there's, there's, there's been games before where Viv, like, I've lost count of how many times Viv, Viv has kind of had this element of, right, fuck it, I'll do it myself right. then. Yeah. Right. And actually, there have been times sometimes when she's played in the 10 where it looks like she's trying to do that a little bit too much. It's, it's the, like, getting this it a balance bit, a little yeah. bit hero yeah. ball. Yeah. yeah. But I, think, I also think the issue is, is that when she plays as a 10 and she drops so deep, it plays into the opposition's hands because they think, well, we just keep her you keep far her enough there. back. She's not going to threat. Whereas if she's in the box and lurking, you shit yourself. Yeah, but I think with Steena there as well, we saw last season that amazing through ball that Viv's capable yes, of. Yes. Like drop, she, she can drop into pockets and just hit teams with but a pass out of trouble. But if she's going to play there, yeah. she has to do that regularly. Yeah, yeah. She has to add yeah. assists yeah. to goals as well yeah, yeah. if she's going to play, in my opinion. If she's and I also deeper. think it works better when Steen is in the team because they already have a very simple yeah. partnership because they understand each other's position but I, so but well. I personally think that the, the, format, the way that Jonas set him up on Saturday I thought made a lot of sense for that Spurs side because I think that like we've, we've said, yeah, because yeah, because you wanted to use also, the whip, and also in the second leg this week, they're gonna, Ajax are gonna come out a little bit more, and so there's gonna and be more again, space. She, needs, she needs to turn up in that game. Um, like all of this hoo ha and the first games of the season is redundant if they don't win against Ajax. Absolutely, yeah, because like we have to and start looking thing, at people Arsenal. Are say, yeah, we people are trying to, to say to me, oh, Arsenal looks so good. Yeah, they beat Brighton four nil, and they beat Spurs four nil. Two teams who set up badly against them and played themselves into trouble, and then got punished. That is meaningless. Those results are meaningless if they don't win on Wednesday night and get to Group A of the Champions League, which they are at massive risk of doing. Because I think there is a, there's an assumption, and I think this is the difficulty for WSL clubs when they get to Europe. There is an assumption that you're beating certain teams every week and you can play the same way and you're not going to get caught out. Or you can just turn up and the same scenarios are going to happen that are happening in the WSL. Because I think for the top teams, they have a mentality which is, I know that I've got to be at my best for Chelsea game, probably now mm. like City less so, mm. but the City game and the awesome. United game yeah, United, and everything yeah. else. I can kind of be off the beat and maybe still muddle my I way through. I think that's through. changed though last season. I think it's changing yeah. because so, there's been so many surprising um, results, but I still think that mentality is there and that's why teams get unstuck against mm. lower opposition because they think they can still muddle their way through. And I think for Arsenal and Chelsea last season, they took that approach into the Champions League. Mm. And they got done. They, well, and as soon as as yeah. soon as they concede as well, they don't know how to get back because yeah. it's like, well, we didn't think this well, was going to happen. Well, this is why happen. watching Chelsea the other day, um, watching them lose against Liverpool, I, I couldn't see it coming. I actually sent a message to Em um, when Liverpool, when um, Everton beat them this week, I sent a message to her. Can't tell you what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you what she said, but seeing Liverpool lose like they did against Everton, but being able to, to, to beat a Chelsea side again, I'm quite pleased to see that simply because you have to turn up every week. And like you mentioned rightly, Flo, Chelsea going in Champions League, Arsenal going in Champions League, see, they've got to be, they've got to be somewhere else. They've got to be seeing teams like Liverpool. Because what I saw with Liverpool the other day, especially Remnair, again, in the headlights, they just didn't know what hit them in Anfield. And you've got that Everton side who, with Jess Park oh, was a, yeah. a joy to watch. That goal was she, so yeah. good. It was such a good goal. And she's, she's been, she was playing in the City first team when she was like 16, 17. Honestly, so this, this is going to be a really good season for her. I hope so, because like for her to go to 
to a place like Everton where, and look, they looked pretty good the other day, Everton, but Liverpool were, were very bad. Which is I mad because I watched mm. uh, the previous week, West Ham, mm. Everton, and the Everton that played that day mm-hmm. versus the Everton played mm. against Liverpool were like two different teams. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think that's the, the strange thing about the league this year is there's going to be, I think there's just going to be so many random, so. random results. I like. was going to ask you this, sorry to cut in, but like, can you sense as a player within the league who's been in the league, you know, a long time? Long no, just time, yes. Sorry. Uh, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, can you sense like, because we're saying like Liverpool coming in and they're obviously playing catch up for mm. the, you know, borderline criminal years of underinvestment in, the fo- yes. in that side of the football yeah. club. But can you, is there like a sense among the players in the league now that actually there's the top two slash that third spot's probably up for grabs this season, but then everyone else is kind of starting to push together in a more Getting solid, tight, yeah, like, like it's, yeah. it really feels like now, like Flo was saying last season, it felt like there was more to play for outside of just the games against the top three for the big teams. And now it feels like everyone is starting to reach a level of quality that it's going to make the league, yeah. I think, mm. way more interesting. 100%. It's definitely, definitely more competitive. I think the last probably see, last season and obviously going into this season, don't get me wrong, if you get the top three on a good de- on their good day, mm. you can still take a hammer in. You know that could potentially happen. But there's also a feeling going into games like, you know what, we can, we can get some out of this game. It's mm. not years ago. It mm. was, how many are we going to lose by? That was the right. honest truth. Of a little less was. fair. Mm. And it was a bit like the top three competed and then everywhere, everyone else was just in their own little league at the bottom to survive and there was nothing mm. more going on. Whereas now you've got that middle of the pack group that's starting to form. Um, you're going to have your relegation battle, obviously, with probably a couple of sides. But it's definitely like the belief now going into even Chelsea, like Chelsea mm. with his last year, what mm. Samka ripping a top yes. off in the last minute. Yes. Heartbreaking for us. But like, we were competitive, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. And you get, you get, you go on a good day, like you, you feel like you can get a result. So it's definitely changed and it's better for everyone, better mm. for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I don't want to talk about trickle down economics because I know it's a bad week yeah. for that sort of thing. Mm. But I do think in the WSL, it has kind of played out like that because you have had the bigger teams like just hauling so many players and, and having really big yeah. squads. I think a lot of players from Europe are looking at that or from the NWSL in the States are looking at that and saying, well, I want to go somewhere that I'm going to play. Therefore, I'm not going to sign for a top three and I'm going to drop down the league, which then improves the squads that are below those top three and makes the whole thing more competitive. And I think you have seen that with like Daly going to Villa and completely revolutionising yeah. that attacking mm. line, but making Villa become this really aggressively intense, high-pressing side that teams will fear this season. And that's completely transformed them. Player like Celine Bizet, who we haven't seen the best of her mm. yet, she came from PSG. She, she had her pick of those top teams and went down to Spurs because she wanted guaranteed yeah. game time. And I think you're seeing that with Everton as well, with some of the big signings they've made. And I think that drives everyone up. Whereas before, those players would have thought, well, I still want to go to a top three yeah. because that's where I'm going to get in the opportunity. How do you think the World Cup year as well? Can, yeah. Sorry. How do you, um, I've been watching um, Buchanan and Chelsea. How do you think she started? I think she struggled. I think she's mm. really struggled. In both of their games this yeah. season, she's been targeted. Her and Bunny Shaw, that battle on Sunday was mm. amazing. And she, 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 get, she should have given away a free kick just yeah. outside the box, which Shaw tried to make a penalty, but it was definitely a free kick. The ref waved it away, which mm. the refs always do in, in the WSL. But there was a lot of battling. <laughs> and, and Emma Hayes said afterwards that 
you know, she told um, Buchanan to to not try and fight Barney with the first ball mm. and try and and try and wait and be patient <laughs> she because listen, she, she <laughs> because because Shaw's going to win that first yes. ball. She's always going to win that first yeah. battle. But it's hard as a defender because you're like, no, I can do it. Like, she I looks can like do she's it. ready to die to do that last. Yeah, but I think she, yeah, I think she is struggling to adjust at the moment, and Take she looks it. really like accident prone, mm. which is which is going to be an issue. But I think that experience around her will help her uh, for sure, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how Chelsea's season continues because in that game against City, both teams weren't that great. But when you've got mm. a squad like Emma Hayes has, and you've got that experience alongside. Buchanan, who was the only new signing to start in that game, then you can you can muddle your way through a win. And then you've got City, who are trying to adjust with so many new players and trying to work out how to play with those new players and an older, experienced group that I think are struggling to survive a little bit. Mm. Then you get undone. And I think that's why, for me, I think Chelsea still will be the champions come the end of the season because they've got enough experience, enough WSL winners in that squad to tap into what you need as a winner. And the thing with um, with City's manager, Gareth, Gareth Taylor, coming out, doing an interview saying, yeah, I thought we'd done... No, you didn't do well. If you're a club exactly like Villa, you look at that team, you think, just press the defence. Just press them. Press them. Press them. And he can't change that unless he changes that back line and he yeah, drops Steph on. I, I completely agree with what you're saying. But in the same breath, if I look at that back line, mm. they're not bad players. Like Alex, Steph, they can mm. both play. Like, yes, they're getting a little bit older, but ages, ages, what? It's nothing. Mm. Like I, yeah, I think they're probably in a bit of bad form. I think that obviously preseason, there's been disruptions and stuff. But I still don't. I still think it's too early to be like, ah, oh, City are done. Like, oh no, they're not. They're not. They did, they did, they did the think, same thing last season, didn't they? On Sunday, on Sunday, they actually played really well. Mm. They should have won that game. Yeah, but and at I the think same that, time, that would be for me as a City fan. That would be what I, I would cling on to. I think. They're back? I'm not saying they're back. I still think they're way behind Arsenal and Chelsea because their budgets are much smaller now. They haven't got the same setup behind the scenes. They are falling behind those top two clubs and the budget. They're, they're gonna. They're mm. gonna. The, the, the gap is gonna continue I to grow. Steph, but Steph I still think really... they've got enough to get through the season mm. and maybe still qualify for the you Champions think... League. But they're they're sliding away from that title more and more. Yeah, I, but I, to be honest, I don't. I I didn't really feel like they were in a shout for the title before the season anyway because. What when you saw all those players who were leaving? Yeah, but then also the just but then, yeah, because you don't have you don't have thirty eight games. You have twenty two, yes. and that yeah. and and it's really really difficult. I mean, we every point counts. It's such a cliche, yeah. but especially in a get in a in a twenty two game season, it's magnified. You know, yes. that's, a, that's well, we saw more, Arsenal. We saw Arsenal. Yeah. Bam, bam. And I think yeah. that Done. it's. I mean, the, I think the Champions League, like the the exit already was the real kicker I think for City because at least they could have had this I don't want to sound patronising but like a little bit of escapism in the Champions League if they'd got in because I don't think they're going to win the league I think they're going to be pushed hard for for third but but if you if you pull it down to just pure quality Mm. and don't worry about chemistry cohesion coaching or form they're probably still the third, I would say probably on paper, the third best team. In they've the league, still so. got tons I of think. individual talent to muddle yeah. their way through the yeah, season, which is what they will do. Walsh, There's a lot of parts, yeah. but there doesn't seem like a lot of glue at the if moment. If you lose your whole spine though, yeah. Yeah. it it's takes hard. time. Well, exactly. So exactly. And I don't think we're talking enough about losing Ellen White, by the way, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, like Bunny Shaw is very different to obviously Els. And my personal opinion, I'm not sure the system that they play suits her as such. Um, I agree. Yeah, 
So I think they lack another option as right. a nine who's going to score goals. With totally. Els, with Els, whether she come on for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, if you still had her for their moment, she would still score you goals. Mm. But I also think they used to have, obviously, Stanway and Weir, who, first of all, played on your outside shoulders, which is hell to mark mm. because you can't defend it, yeah. but also went beyond. Right. And I think right now, everything is in front, so it's easier to defend. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think they've lost... They've lost that maybe, thrust. And it might Bam. work with the midfielders they've got, given time, who knows, but they aren't doing the same things and you're still getting Bunny drop in at times, but then you've got nobody no one going beyond. beyond that. Yeah. Why play stay wide? Because that's exactly. their philosophy, which is fine, but you've got to get, then get midfielders going beyond and they don't do that but right now. A- I look at Chelsea and I think the reason, one of the reasons why they have so much success is, and also look at it as a play when you play against them. They're difficult to play against sometimes because you don't know what they're going to do because they play in many different ways. They play to win games. Mm. So if that's Millie Bright's got a boom long right. and they play in or behind go, Or her, play up front. You, whatever it is, yeah, they will do it to win games. So when you profile teams and you go in the week and you so you plan to play against City, City have clear patterns. Mm. So you can try at your best stop to defend them, yeah. them, stop that. Whereas my opinion of Chelsea is the reason they win is because she finds a way to do it. And if that's not on script, if that's ripped the paper at what we've done all week and in the game, she's a weakness, just go and, go and go fucking and isolate her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They'll go and do that. And I think to win titles, to win, you know, she wants to win to champions, to, yeah. you have to be able yeah. to do yeah. that. I think right now City have got one plan. It isn't, well, say it isn't working. Let's see. It's not worked with, yet. It's, it's, with it's, more time. It's, it's, experience can mean many things. It's not just... Like experience of having won everything. It's experience of the players you've got, you got on the on the pitch. How many times? How many years have they been playing the WSL? Mm. What have they won? It's experience of her as a coach. How many years has she been coaching the WSL? How many times have she had to rip up the script mm. and find a way to win? They did it so many times last season. Yeah, they did. She knows that they can do it, even but, when they're backed against the wall. And I don't think there's any other team in this league that has that. And that's why they're the difference. All right, let's do some flowers before we go. Yeah, um, can I give flowers to the to the ten, to the tendency? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give flowers to people. Who... Can I give flowers? Can we give flowers to everyone actually? Because Anfield was a record as Anfield well. Anfield was yeah. good. Yeah. Although I would like to say it was really stupid timing. Yeah. 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 So late. Thank you. You know, I've said it. I remember How saying it. Kids have got school in the morning. Oh, stuff. Ridiculous. Like... Trying to, you know, like I say, and I'll continually say, you know, Leah having to. Do that like rally call after winning after a greatest day, saying about getting people in the stadiums, and they still they still put in t- games. Then, oh, I mean, absolutely I mean, ridiculous. The one, this is you, you know how sometimes with stuff like this, you always like the women's game is massively disrespected because of X Y Z, right? And actually, this is one time Bring where it's like man, bringing the free fans of, of just across all football ever have just been treated like absolute shit because Sky you know, essentially invented the Premier League and, and now have taken on the WSL, right? Then, therefore, you're going to make a quite similar approach to the way that you try and make this a really, really tantalising entertainment product like they've done with the Premier League, which is, right, what are the TV picks? What's the time that's going to maximise that? And therefore, the fans are going to be an afterthought. Now, then you kind of create this monster that they have in the Premier League where like, you're dealing with the consequences of that. But I do think for a league that is still building and in its infancy, I'm kind of willing to take that. But can I just say, we st- we started this trying with to give flowers. Yeah. flowers to Arsenal. I was about to say, I was literally because, about to say that. Because fans are yeah. in the stadium. So I'm going to give flowers to the, um, to the Arsenal fans. 
because I, I think it's massive progress. And you know, what Arsenal trying to do eventually is play there every week. That is the, that's the, that's the master, <laughs> that's the like, master no, plan. You see, and, and the thing is, as Not soon the as they realise, the sooner they realise that they can, <laughs> they can sell a certain amount of tickets so then you can have it and then it's worth opening the stadium for that, then the better Arsenal will be. Yeah. The better it will be in respect of their progression. So that's what it's building towards. And that's what I think all teams should be trying to build towards. So as they're continually progressing because they're getting fans in there. So as then the television, it's more of a spectacle. It's like a, a spectacle. Yeah. That's that for me. That's, what, what are you giving flowers to? Uh, just part for a Absolutely, goal. Absolutely, man. It was, just, was it was so good. The composure, though. Yeah. It's just so good. It I love brilliant. goals like that. I want to give flowers to the fans, and I'm not saying this, uh, and I think Arsenal fans de- deserve a lot of flowers for, for turning out the Emirates, but I think the fact that Chelsea have consistently now managed to sell out Kings Meadow for yes. loads of yes. games, yes. get 2,000 there on a weekday night, um, you know, quite regularly for like Conti Cup and yeah. like, you know, random rescheduled midweek ones in winter. I think the fact that they've been doing that consistently at Kings Meadow, which is just as annoying to get to as Meadow Park, I think deserves a lot of flowers. I do think those fans who are turning up every week, regardless of whether it's in a big men's stadium mm. or not, deserve so much credit, whether you're going to Meadow Park, Academy Stadium, mm. you know, Crawley to watch Brighton, Kings Meadow, whatever it may be, those people deserve the flowers as well. As well as my friends who are going to the Emirates and are now like, oh, I love women's football. Well, then go to Meadow Park. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Because nice. that's, that's the only reason it matters. Yeah. I like anyway. that. Nice one, Flo. You finished? <laughs> Jesus, Flo's really fucking on my today's fucking face. <laughs> Ross Clark. <laughs> nice one. I got my, so- I got my soapbox out today. Brilliant. Oh my God. Oh, sorry. Uh, thanks for coming on, Remy. I think, I think Remy deserves a load of flowers. No, yeah, sorry, sorry. Thanks, thanks for coming. For Remy, you've got, you got to come back, Rem. Yeah, you got 100%. To come back. And uh, good luck with the recovery. Yes. Thank you. And when you're back, we're all going to come and see you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do field trip. Field trip to Villa Park. Nice yeah, man. Guys. Hold Thanks, on. everybody. Not just Villa Park. You no. know, if you have to come to yeah, Warsaw, <laughs> you come to Warsaw. We're going to Warsaw. I'd take that back. I'd take that back. We're going to Warsaw. Nice one, guys. Uh, take it easy, man. Thank you so you much. Soon. Thank you very much, Rem. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much to my guests. I have to say thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan Hunt. Thank you, Flo Lloyd Hughes. And a special thank you to Remy Ann. Thanks, Rem. Thanks for coming on. You know, it was really great to have you on. A current player, you know, coming on to, to write his ass. So um, we'll be back next week uh, with more stuff. So uh, take it easy, everybody.